the point of this episode is to ask you, like, are you a good friend? Like, if your friends were to be listening to this episode, how would they rank you as a friend? Based on a scale from one to 10, with 10 being the best friend, where do you land on the friendship scale? Or maybe you listen to this and you're going, I don't have friends. Right. Or the friends that I have, I keep losing friends. But maybe this is an opportunity for you to self-reflect and say, the reason why I don't have meaningful relationships is because maybe I'm not a very good friend. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to the Push Podcast. I what almost messed there? up. I don't know. This is episode number 45. 45. And today we are talking about friends. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Some of How us. How many of oh, us have them? Um, friends. <laughs> Before we go we, any further. We are friends. Let's be friends. Oh, I don't know the lyrics. All right. Well, that was a long time ago. So if you guys don't know, that's an old like 80s By Houdini. Song. Houdini. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe there you should play, you the, play the song because uh, I don't know the lyrics at all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to talk about friendships. And here's why it's getting ready to be. Well, today, when you're listening to this, is Jordan Copeland's 15th the birthday. baby. Our baby is 15 years yeah. old. Yeah. Um, and then in a couple of days, in four more days, on the 18th, it will be Jasmine's 19th oh, birthday. What the oldest. actual hell? Yeah. What's so that? um, Did you said you said 18 or 19. She's going to be 19. No, I thought you said 18. No, I Just didn't. Do sure. you know how old your daughter is? She's 19. Okay. Because well, you have an issue with ages. No, no I know everybody's You don't know ages. how old your mom is. That's not that's Whose not birthday point. is tomorrow, I'm not by going the way. to expose her. It's not Anyways, tomorrow. Anyways. So here's the thing about friendships, though. Um, Eddie and my birthday passed in May. Yep. And every year, you know, when we talk about what are we going to do? Do we want to have a barbecue, bring people over? We both, and now all of us, because the girls are kind of in this category, too, we have friends that are different. Uh-huh. Like you have work friends that you yep. really, really love and vibe with, but you talk about work or things, funny things at work. Yeah. You have friends that you grew up with uh-huh. that probably know more than they need to know about you. They have funny stories, but mm-hmm. they don't know your work friends. Right. 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 You have what other kind of friends? You have digital friends. You have digital now. friends. I have like some be- friends. We're really good friends on Instagram or online. <laughs> Never but met we're them not, before. Right. Yeah. But I, you know, th- a lot of those people are like business friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We laugh about the same things. We share the same things. So you feel very connected. But I don't know how they would be around my old school friends. Right. 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 So it's just we're wondering if you're like us in that you have many different groups of friends. But then when it's your birthday and you have a party, like the thought of having them all under one roof or at one party it just makes me tired. Because they represent different seasons. Like you had different seasons in your life and those friends were the friends in that season. Mm-hmm. Then you had to, you had maybe a, your growing up friends and then you have like people that 
Like maybe you went down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And then these are the people that you associate yourself with. And they're good friends, mm-hmm. but they you know, still are about that life. Yeah, they're and still you're about not. that life. Or, mm-hmm. and, you know, and so like they may not bring the best out of you, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, um, or that what would if be... they've labeled you as something based on who you used to be and they just can't get over that? Yeah, like, like you don't like an know old friend, the 2020 the, Janelle. Yeah, the old friend that thinks you still do some of the things that you used to do 20 right. years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That is so bad. That's bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, now we have to talk about some of the things we did that we're not proud of. (laughs) Um, That some of those friends, you know, I don't know. I think those friends stay in the past, though. Yeah. You just leave them where they're at. So they don't come to the barbecue. They don't come to the barbecue because you just like, So we wanted to use this episode. You come with baggage. (laughs) We wanted to use this episode to talk to you about friendships. And the one thing I'll tell you is I feel like friendships must be nurtured. Yeah. They just have to. And it's a value of mine to make sure that. I'm reaching out to friends. I'm probably not the best all the time. But if I shoot you a text, you know, send you a message, I'm going to give you a couple of times to not respond to me. And then if you don't respond to me, I'm just going to send you a message and say, girl, are we even friends still? (laughs) I'm just going to be straight up about it. And I think this is important. So when people listen to this, I think people should know that in this day and age, like with the social media, with all the distractions that we have, work, you know, we work longer hours, especially in the United States. If you listen to this and you live in mm-hmm. the United States, we work longer hours in pre- pretty much any other country. Mm-hmm. And so nurturing friendships is a very difficult thing. Especially and, when you're raising a family, yeah, you're the, juggling a business, And then a you career. lose out on the benefits of actually having a meaningful relationship right. with people outside of your family, right? And that's the thing is like connection is super important. And although you are my best friend, Edward Copeland, I still very oh, much value female relationships. Right. Like I very much need them. I very much need to talk to a girlfriend and cry sometimes or just get something off my chest, get a perspective from someone other than my husband. Right. And you need that too. Absolutely. So nurturing your friendships is super important. So yeah. if you ever get a text from me and I say, girl, are we still friends? <laughs> just know I'm on my last. You don't feel nurtured. You're on your last leg with me. I'm a me. dying plant yeah, in the friendship. I just think it's important to talk about that for a second because I'm not a high maintenance friend at all. I'm yeah. busy busier than most. And I want to talk about that because I do have many friends that tell me all the time, well, I want to reach out to you, but I didn't reach out to you because you're always so busy. And you know where they get that That, from? Social media. And that hurts my feelings though. That like has happened a lot with me where a really close friend will maybe have a party or something and I wasn't invited. And it's like, oh, okay, well, are we friends? (laughs) Right. And I'll send you the message. Hey, are we not friends anymore? (laughs) And they're like, oh my God, I just know how busy you are. And I get so triggered by that because I'm like, let me tell you that I can't come. Let me Are people avoiding a a turndown? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'd rather to me. people just, do you rather if someone just be honest and just say, I totally forgot to invite you. Right. <laughs> or I just didn't want your ass there. <laughs> so, but I, that's important because I do have a friend. I won't bring up her name right now, but we were talking recently and she was saying, There's times I want to reach out to you, but I just feel like you have other friends that are closest to you and like you're so busy. And I was like, let me decide that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then we started talking about some of her friendships because I was like, well, I'm sure you have other friends. And she was like secretly pretty lonely. And I'm mm. like, okay, this is a problem. In yeah. today's age, you know, you see somebody living their best life on Instagram or on Facebook and you think, oh, she has enough friends to go around. 
and then you're you have reservations and you don't want to reach out to that person because you think that you don't fit their picture perfect Instagram life. Yeah. What I have found is that's so absurd. Yeah. And everybody and needs friends. Everybody absolutely. wants to have connections. Everybody wants meaningful relationships. And I think what people don't realize in the day and age where, you know, mental health is such a pandemic um, from a standpoint of people are just struggling with depression, anxiety, like friendships and meaningful relationships are sometimes the antidote Yes, because a lot of times our our sadness and and the way we feel about things is because we don't feel like we're seen or we're heard or that we matter Mm -hmm. or we're enough. And when you have meaningful relationships, that people that choose you, because that's the thing, like family, you don't always choose you because yeah. family's family, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're obligated to take care of you and love you, whatever, right? And But I think friends, like that's a choice. Like mm-hmm. I choose to be a close friend to you like a family member mm-hmm. because I love you. I you, you are special to me. We share a bond. Mm-hmm. We grew up together. We we have memories that, mm-hmm. that take us to tif- different places and we learned more about each other than anyone else can. And those are special bonds, yeah. you know? And I think that when we talk about like being healthy, I think that is a part of being healthy. What do you think is the healthiest friendship you have? Wow. Well, I think- I put you on the spot. Yeah, like, I were think- you, I, To me, healthy is like you push each other to grow. Like there's a sense of security, but also like trust there. Well, that would be my friendship with you. I think. Well, yeah, but, but besides you, can't pick you me for all of the categories. I know, I know, but I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> the, next th- one, the next question was to be, who's your best friend? Right. Okay, so I would say that my, I have a circle of friends mm-hmm. that do we do push each other and we do mm-hmm. challenge each other, and I think it's very, very healthy. And so, and it's important to note that you don't always agree on a lot of. Oh things yeah, either. and I think, that, and so I think that that's an important thing to a healthy relationship is. Is that you don't always agree. You don't want a co-signer. They don't. Yeah, you don't want a co-signer. You want someone who tell you, "Nah, I think you're wrong." Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think that that helps you like get better. Yeah. And if you are a smart and open-minded human being, mm-hmm. you can listen to those things and mm-hmm. not get all you know your yeah. panties in a bunch. I do, do you have wear panties. Huh? Do you wear panties? It was. That I'm was just, kidding. <laughs> that was just like I, I thought it was just appropriate way to. Okay. Uh, to, <laughs> we were talking about your male friends, and then you said you yeah, don't get your, your panties jock in a bunch. straps in a bunch. <laughs> That's right? disgusting. <laughs> but um, okay, so I have my best friend is Brandon, okay. right? And then Sam I have Brandon. Yes, yeah, I'm Brandon. Okay. We just share a bond, and, and we've been through a lot. Can for I just many, many tell many you guys why I call him Sam and Brandon? <laughs> Because the chances of him listening to this are not really very high, but now we'll probably invite him. So Sam and Brandon, I call you Sam and Brandon. I've called you Sam and Brandon behind your back for probably 10 years now because you came and stayed at our house one time like 10 years ago. I feel ago. like you're talking directly to him I right am now. right now. <laughs> and uh, you decided to take it upon yourself. I, I did say, help yourself to whatever you want in the house, you know, whatever. <laughs> I left to go to the bakery and I came back like midday for lunch and he had thawed out some salmon from the freezer <laughs> and straight up like grilled it at like for lunch. I was like, oh, wow, shit, he defrosted something like <laughs> It, he defrosted a huge fillet of salmon. Yeah, you told him, make yourself at home. I did. So he's salmon branding. Like, yeah. But so I just, do you he, guys have friends that would make thaw a out? Dinner? Like, I mean, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, all right, we're doing yeah. this. Like, I don't know. When I go stay with someone, if even though they say help yourself to anything, I'm like, okay, where's the closest Taco Bell yeah, or something? Yeah. He thawed out a large filet of salmon. Yeah. So you are officially salmon Brandon. So, and then I have like relationships like Lamont, it's like my brother, mm-hmm. right? And so my cousin is like, we 
have been through, I think, everything. Yeah. And I think if I called him right now because I was being attacked or uh-huh. something, he would he's drop like everything. He's like your ride or die. Yeah, he's going to fly down here. And I'm not saying Brandon's not my ride or die. He's a ride or die as well. But, right. But um, he lives this, in Florida. Yeah, he lives, he lives a long way away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, I build a, an extraordinary bond with Tony as well. And mm-hmm. So, like, we your are brother brothers, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, those are, like, meaningful relationships um, that... Like we don't, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. There's a bond there Mm -hmm. and and there's a love, a deep, deep love. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like who are, because I've got lots of close digital friends, right? I've got, when you asked me earlier, who's your down ass friend? I'd say- it's like probably, if you committed a crime right uh, now- mm, I want to say that I would call Marcella- (laughs) <laughs> because she's pretty down. Like she'd hop yeah. in the car, come get me. She, you know, she'd figure it out. But she also would tell some people. Yeah. Because cool. she. I, I picked up Janelle the other day. Right. Oh, you she... know, I picked her up. Let me tell you what she did. So I'd say. Don't say nothing though. <laughs> right. Right. My most, maybe longest friend that probably has like the most memories with me would be Jamila. Yeah. And here's a story about that. Like we've gone, we've had disagreements where we've gone like two years. We haven't talked. Right. So we're kind of in the middle of one of those right now. (laughs) Right. And it doesn't matter. Like, I just know that of all the people of all the friends that I have, we probably have the most memories together because we grew up together and, you know, did a lot of first, first concert, first drink, you know, all of those things, first boyfriends, that sort of stuff. When I think about like what friend is the most maybe honest and like thoughtful, it'd be Sophia Mm -hmm. every year for our birthday or our anniversary, she sends an anniversary card to us. She's the only person on the planet that sends us a happy anniversary card like clockwork every single January. That's awesome. I would say deep relationships are important, but they're categorized. And that's kind of the point of this, right? Like I have a friend, Vanessa, who I can call her about religious stuff. We can talk and pray about things with each other, like those sorts of things. We could say things that we probably can't say to other people because mm-hmm. we have an understanding, right? right? With Without judgment. Right. So the point of this is to ask you like to just kind of do some evaluating of your friends. And then I want to ask you if you're nurturing them because I have a couple of friends that, and then here's the thing, like you could be like, well, I reached out to them. They don't, they don't return or reciprocate. Right. And I remember I have a friend, Rashika. And I was like, okay, I'm reaching out to you. I text you. You don't even like call me back. You don't text back. So I had told another friend, a mutual friend. I said, I don't know. I think I'm done with that relationship. Like I did my fair share of reaching out. She doesn't know how to return my call. Right. And she said, "Mm, I think you should be slow to speak when you do talk to her. And I was like, slow to speak? What the hell does that mean? Right. Well, she was going through a divorce. And I didn't know that. And so... I could have felt, I mean, I was kind of like hurt. Like, how could you go through something like that? And I didn't even know. But everybody but processes those things differently. They do. Differently. Yeah. And so the next and thing I want to say. painful things that people go in isolation. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. So when you're going through something terrible, the reaction, natural reaction, I think for most people is to retreat. Right. You go into isolation and that's the time when really you need the most friends, right? Yeah. But I also think that that comes from, you know, and not to get too psychological, but I think that that comes from like childhood. Like, I think if I were to go through something really hard because I was an only child for a long time, mm-hmm. my kind of 
salvation, I saw salvation, but my place of rescue would probably be by myself, mm-hmm. right? And, but I, I don't necessarily think that's the right thing to do, but those are things I think you pick up based on how you were raised. Like right. if you always had a circle of friends that no matter the, the most horrible things that may happen in your life, you always went to your friends and that's mm-hmm. what your natural reaction would be, I think. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some instances where you might have to cut some friends. See, I see that way we may disagree because I don't have, I don't think I cut people off. But you don't really have a lot of friends. I'm just <laughs> gonna maybe because I cut people off. No, no, you don't nurture. No, I'm not a nur- I'm not a good nurturer for yeah. friendship. I'm, I'm, that's something I've been like every year. I, that's like on my New Year's mm-hmm. resolution. To, try to reach to out try to the reach people out. I care about. And I think that that is is an area where I, I definitely have to get better at that. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're talking about is when people. Don't bring the best out of you. They're a relationship that is more painful, more trying, more taxing mm-hmm. than it is fruit, fruit, fruitful from a standpoint of like it brings you joy. Oh, yeah. Like if I have a friend that, you know, has betrayed me or lied or yeah. has been dishonest, done. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't. If I had a friend, which I have, that was talking crap about other people, I immediately hear you gossiping about other people and I'm like, well, I'm not special. What must you say about me? Right. I'm cutting you off. Yeah. Like I just, I'm going to Or you change your you. relationship. Like you don't mm-hmm. share things. Well, I know some people will like, um, yeah, this person, you know, they serve a purpose in my life from, right. a, from a friendship standpoint, but I don't go there with them. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm having a bad day or if something's on my mind, if I have an issue with my marriage or my kids, I'm not going to that person yeah. because that person I, I just can't trust. What about, do you have a friend, you don't have to say the name, but that's super negative because that's draining for me. Like your friend um, is just like always looking at, you know, life is like the glass half full. Yeah, I think I do. And I think I that, get bad breaks. Yeah. You know, like this. And it helps downer. me practice reframing because mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm sit, I'm in the conversation reframing what they're saying. Like, well, yeah, you could look at it like that. And I would tell you that I'm I'm not a person, I'm not a, a friend that's just going to just like, you know, agree with everything you say. Right. I'm going to go, ah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, I'm, I'm the kind say- of friend that that's exhausting to me. Yeah. Like if you're constantly nagging, nagging or you're negative or you're always just looking at the worst side of things, I'm going to probably distance myself because it's exhausting for me. Yeah. And that's what I meant about like, you know, cutting relationships off that no longer serve you because I think you're supposed to grow out of friendships. Yeah. I think you're supposed to evolve. I think you're supposed to meet new people and have new people bring out different things in you. And if your friends are negative or they're not growing, it's difficult to enjoy those relationships sometimes. Yeah, because there are times where, especially if you've been on a path of growth and you've been, you've been, you know, whether it be your career or your business or whatever it is, and you're on this, this the upward climb in mm-hmm. life. Then ends, what ends up happening if you don't have friends that do that are elevating themselves, mm-hmm. they are talking about things you don't want to talk about anymore, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden now you have this moment where you're not compatible. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do with that? You have meaningful, deep relationships and bonds mm-hmm. and they are no longer compatible Well, an anymore. example would be you used to be really into sports. Yeah. And now you're just really into personal development and other things. And I think it's important to note that it's not that you don't like sports. It's just that you stopped keeping track of everyone else's stats so that you could keep track of your own stats. Right. And some people could tell you all the stats of everything else, but they're not really focused on their own stats. That's not something that you enjoy anymore. No. And I will tell you that there are relationships and I love the person. And so I will 
if if I'm going to hang out with that person, I will brush up on mm -hmm. whatever is going on in the sport world. Just so Are that you I studying can, sports just no, to talk? Sometimes, just to hang I, out? sometimes wow. I will like look up like, oh, let me look at some ESPN stuff That's just so good. that I can make sure I want that relationship. Like yeah. even though maybe I've grown out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. I haven't grown out of the connection. Yeah, that's good. You know, and that's I think good. that that's something that's really important. Here's one. Circumstances change. So, for mm -hmm. example, like you no longer work at that place anymore for that company or in that city or in that store. Um, you don't go to that school anymore. Yeah. Right. So think about all the jobs that we've had. Not that there have been many, but we've had some really great friends at that place of business and it, that, you know, the relationship kind of dwindled, but you still very much care for that person. You know, you'd consider them a friend, but at this point now they've become like an acquaintance. That's yeah. always sad. And I think they are, I hate to say it like this, but they are a person you would still go to their funeral, right? I hope that, that went really well. Went, what? <laughs> but you think, no, here's a good, it's a good context. That's think bad. about this. Like, do you think about the people in your life? That okay, what are the things that will bring you together with them? So you you like you said, I mean, I'm the not circumstances. About death. No, but think of I'm talking about think about circumstances where you say, Okay, you know, this friend was a friend at this particular stage in my life. I was at this job or I was at this school, I was in this career, I was doing this, and I moved on, but those people are still important to me. What would actually bring you back together with them? I mean, I'm not thinking about a funeral. That's uh, what I'm confused okay, well, about. Maybe not Anybody a that I've worked with in the past that like, oh, I really enjoyed that person. If I was told that they died, of course I would go to their funeral. Okay. So that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's what? something. That but okay, let's lighten the load a little bit. Okay, so what about, you just took it more. Okay, what if we were to renew our vows in, uh -huh. in our 20 years and we were inviting them? That's a big thing. Would they be on, on your invitations? I don't know. So you're saying like, this is a good one for those of you that are married for over a decade. So all the people that you invited on your guest list 10 years ago. Would they still be invited? I would just say no. <laughs> a lot of them would not. What about the people in your wedding party? That's an even bigger question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, has your wedding party expanded? Are they still invited? Would you pick different bridesmaids and groomsmen today? Yeah. And I think you- See, friendship's complicated. <laughs> It just requires so much attention. And I think that in that situation, like in that example, it's okay to have grown out of certain friends right. a decade later, uh -huh. right? I don't know. I need your guys' feedback. I need you to click review so that way you can let us know, like, have you felt bad about ending friendships that no longer served you? Have you felt bad about circumstances changing? We talked to a friend the other day, Garrett. We mm -hmm. we. Worked with him for several years yeah. at two different companies, and we very much love Garrett. But and he lives like less than five minutes away right. in the same city, and we never talk to him. We never connect, and, and so. But when we talk to him, he's like, "This is absurd. Yeah. Like this, this makes no sense that we don't see each other, and right. we can't pinpoint why." Because it's it's just, just, it just hasn't not, been a priority. Yeah, it hasn't been a priority. It hasn't been something you know you nurture, and I think. And I guess as I get older, those things are more important to me now. It's like, okay, I want to like, I want to make time to hang out with someone. I want to make time to spend time and, and have a chat or talk to someone on the way home. Like, I literally get a call and think about who would I want to call. And sometimes I call people they don't answer or whatever the case may be. But I want to foster those relationships mm -hmm. because I think that at the end of the day, like I will tell you that through all the things that we've been gone through in 2020 so far, mm -hmm. I've asked myself, you know, what really matters right now if I was to lose everything and it would mm -hmm. be obviously my family and my relationships. Yeah. 
And those things are are invaluable to me. Mm -hmm. And so I think that you have to act that way. You have to you have to do things to to nurture those relationships. But also when you think about that, the question of who would be invited, and you think about those individuals that the reason they were invited to the first wedding, is it the same now? Like what did they bring out on you that you loved about that relationship? Mm -hmm. Like I look at my friends, I look at my friend Brandon. What did he bring out? Sam and Brandon. He brings out humor. Mm -hmm. Like we laugh hard together, right, right. like like to the point where we'll be on the phone and you don't hear anything but la- like right. us making laughing sounds, mm-hmm. right? And so those are things that you say, that person would be reinvited because I never laughed that hard with anyone else, right? Yeah. That kind of thing. When you think about that, like who are those people? So if you're sitting in your car and you're listening to this right now, like really think about who are those people in your lives that, in your life that when you connect with them, they bring something special out of mm-hmm. you. Whether you, you're talking about prayer or whether you're talking, you're laughing, or maybe mm-hmm. you share, like you read, or maybe you've watched shows and, and mm-hmm. like you, there's a special humor that you share with that person that there's a, there's a shorthand of communication that you share that no one else shares with you. Mm-hmm. Like those are things that are special, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I should name all my special friends, but um, <laughs> Drea is very sweet. Yeah. Like, so when you think about Drea, what does she bring She's out of you? She's just sweet. She's one of the kindest people. Does she, she make you feel kind in that relationship? She gives when the you guys... best gifts. I mean, like <laughs> literally every time she gives me a gift, I cry about it. Like yeah. We wanted to go to an Oprah super soul session and we saw the price of the tickets and we were like, nah, we're not going to go. And then on my birthday, she like has me open something. Oh, she has me open an email, which was confirmation that she bought tickets. And she videotaped me screaming and jumping. It was one of the best gifts I've ever got. Yeah. And then another birthday, she couldn't like be with me. So she bought me a blanket that had my family's (laughs) picture on it and said, I can't wrap my arms around you on your birthday. But I figured if you were wrapped in love, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. I'm just crying, right? So she's very thoughtful when it comes to stuff like that. So I don't know. I think the point of this episode is to ask you, like, what are you a good friend? Like, yeah. if your friends were to be listening to this episode, how would they rank you as a friend? Yeah. Would they say, you know, based on a scale from one to 10, with 10 being the best friend, you rank about a, a 10 yeah. or a four yeah. or like, where do you land or, on the friendship scale? Or maybe right? you're listening to this and you're going, I don't have friends. Right. Or the friends that I have, I keep losing friends. And you have constantly been pointing at the people you've been losing. But maybe this is an opportunity for you to self-reflect and say, the reason why I don't have meaningful relationships is because maybe I'm not a very good friend. Or maybe there's some there's a personality trait or characteristic that's not necessarily the most warming or welcoming and people stay away from you. Maybe you are reserved and you just don't reach out to people. Maybe you don't nurture those relationships. I know that I've been guilty of that, especially in like grind seasons. I just, I'll be grinding. I just can't nurture those relationships. And then I look up and I've got a day off and I'm like, who do I call? You know, (laughs) I was laying in the pool today because I took this week off and I was like, God, why won't somebody go bike riding with me? Like, (laughs) and then all my friends are working. Right. Right. But I'm just like, somebody please call me. Like, I want to go on a bike ride. Yeah. And you're like a, like a, you thrive off of being social, like communicating and connecting. And those are things that are important, really important to you. They're high on your like value list. So if you don't uh, invest in this relationship with me, then I, it sends a message to me And again, I'm not a high maintenance friend, but I feel like we text like once every month or every other month and you don't respond, then I'm like, "Mm, okay, this is an important. The one thing that you are really good at, and this is good for everyone to listen to, is like 
you are really good at uh, finding and building new relationships. Oh yeah. Like I would tell you, all my relationships are are old. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like all your new relationships are through me. Yeah. Well, like we went and had dinner with some friends the other night. Yeah, they, they're I definitely that through up. you. Yeah, and or through work. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like. Seeing someone, you'll meet someone at the gym and just start talking to yeah. them, and all of a sudden, like you guys are going. I'm to like, the you gym gotta together. meet your husband. Yeah, yeah. And like so that that is amazing trait, and mm-hmm. I think that not many people like. So when you think about anyone listening to this right now, what new friend do you have that wasn't because of work, mm-hmm. wasn't because of your or your your spouse? Like mm-hmm. you actually like met someone right. at the grocery store. Well, or you church need to make a friend, bro. Because <laughs> I'm I'm zero for you are you're 10. like zero to twenty right now. <laughs> I can't tell you what new friend I have right now. Um, yeah, but you know I do. The, you know obviously you have people on social media, but like do you think about meaningful relationships? Yeah. So I hope this episode at least got you to think about like how you're showing up in your friendships, and now more than ever going through a pandemic, I think it's important that we reach out to people. Yeah. Maybe you can't have a barbecue or go over for dinner, but I think you can hop on a Zoom, Mm -hmm. right? There are so many people right now that I want to catch up with, and I don't have a ton of time because I know that it's Jesus. If I update Lisa Carpenter on all the things that have been happening in the last few months, I would need a three-hour conversation with her, you know? So part of me wants to just record that conversation, save it, and then forward it to like four other friends just so that way they have an update. Yeah. And so if, if you listen to this and you go, well, I don't know how to build, like to foster those relationships. Mm-hmm. The one thing I can tell you, because this is one of my life force is curiosity. Yeah. Like if you haven't connected with someone in a long time, just at, go in and just ask questions. Just be curious about other people's lives and what you can learn and what, you know, what exciting things they can tell you. And and I think that those are things that really light up your life. And, and then all of a sudden you get new ideas and, and it helps you and your your own personal um, uh, you know relationships. But I think going out and finding new friends or rekindling all relationships, I think sometimes is really powerful. And, and I important. think stepping out of your comfort zone yeah. is really important. I think that like one of the things that I challenge my friend Drea, she's very quiet, very introverted. And I'm like, compliment somebody at the gym, Mm. you know, oh my God, I really love your leggings or your hair looks really pretty. Women, we can do that stuff. I don't know about you. Hey hey bro, you got real nice shoulders. No, (laughs) don't do that. that. But I think getting out of your comfort zone, people love, people love compliments. So I think a friendly smile, now you're smiling under a mask. Smile with your eyes. (laughs) But I I definitely think like doing something to get out of your comfort zone is the first step. So I hope this episode was enjoyable for you. hope it got you to think about you and your friendships. If you're one of my friends listening to this and you think I'm talking about you, I probably am. So just reach out to me, <laughs> especially if I sent you a message saying, are we still friends? Right. Because um, I do it jokingly, but also that's like a clue. Like you should probably return a text. And, yeah. and again, I'm not crazy psycho, but there's certain things that I think are important Certain friendships are important. Certain people are important. They require you to pick up the phone every now and then. Yeah, right? and I would say like like for me lately, I've been really trying to nurture my friends with mm-hmm. you know Jason, Jamil, yeah. Johnny, mm-hmm. or Jonathan now. Yeah, uh, John Wong and Greg. Like those are some really cool uh, individuals that I've been really trying to connect with. But I yeah. think it's important to, to get on Zooms and you know obviously we're in a pandemic, so sometimes it's tough because of social distancing. But just get close and. Yeah. So there's your homework. Reach out to your top three friends who maybe you haven't talked to recently. Make yourself available. Schedule a Zoom call. Send a text and then figure out when a good time is for you guys to both talk. 
I think Zoom is like killing it right now with everything that's going yeah. on because you can actually see each other, but hop on the phone and just rekindle some of those friendships. As always, push through. Let us know if this was helpful for you. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time, push through.